and the beauty honestly of using agencies too is you know whether you use mine or someone else or or you you know you go through two or three or four people you get to learn a lot from every single one so maybe you you know you work with me and you see how my team communicate Welcome back to another episode of the Growth and Scaling Podcast. Today, I am bringing you one special guest who has an amazing niche. Mina, tell us who you are and what you do. My name is uh, Mina Elias. Thank you so much for having me, Todd. I'm very excited to be on the show. I'm the founder of, of Trivium Group, which is an Amazon uh, advertising agency. So basically what we do is uh, we help brands who are on Amazon scale by driving more traffic uh, profitably and improving conversion rate. We advise them, we help them, uh, any opportunities we find to improve profitability and basically become a partner in, in, you know, your Amazon side of things and, and help you grow. That's awesome. Now, a lot of people are going to be confused at that because people just jump into Amazon and they search Amazon. Tell us about the, tell us about what you do, because I don't think most people know that there's a million brands jumping into Amazon and selling their own goods. How does it work? Oh, I love it. I love that question. You're right. It, you know, maybe I shouldn't assume uh, people know this. So it, when you go on Amazon, <laughs> right. and let's say you're trying to buy buy pre-workout, right? My favorite thing ever is pre-workout. Yeah. So you go on Amazon, <laughs> you type in pre-workout, and then you see a list of uh, products right there. Amazon is not selling that. Right. Amazon is like Whole Foods. Right. Amazon is like a, a store or a marketplace. And, and people like me, so I have my own brand. It's called MMA Nutrition. It's an electrolyte powder. But people like me nice. go and list their products on Amazon and, and they say, okay, cool. I'm going to sell my product. So whenever someone types in electrolyte powder, for example, my product shows up. And then, you know, my, my other friend who has a company that sells electrolytes shows up and so on and so forth. So, uh, you know, everyone, pretty much everyone, Amazon doesn't own any brands except very few. Uh, they call it Amazon Basics. Now they've started to catch on that people right. don't like Amazon Basics. So they actually... Uh, like started rebranding and but you can tell that it's Amazon stuff um, but basically not 99% <laughs> of the stuff that's on Amazon is being sold by people like me third parties um, and so yeah Love you it. know you, you go in you list your product on Amazon and uh, you start selling it now naturally Amazon is massive and so it's impossible for anyone to find your right. product initially so you're going to need to, to show up uh, somehow. And the way to show up is through paid ads. So that's kind of where Amazon PPC or Amazon right. pay-per-click advertising is where you start bidding to, to pay money per, per click to show up for search terms, right. like for keywords. So, you know, for example, for my product, I'm paying money to show up for the keyword electrolyte powder, electrolyte supplement, and so on. Uh, there are some cases right. where we call it, um, you know, vendor central or, or 1P, first party, uh, where Amazon yeah. will actually buy product from you. So they'll send you a PO and you, you know, uh, like say, okay, you know, here's the, the 10,000 units that you order from me. And then it's actually being right. sold by Amazon. Uh, so that's the only time that it's actually being sold by Amazon or if it's their brand. But most of the time it's being, um, you know, sold by the person like me, the third party and being shipped by Amazon. That, so then we go into what's called FBA, which is fulfilled by Amazon. Um, what, what I do right. is, you know, I, I manufacture, I have a, a contract manufacturer in Monterey park, California. He makes my product, and then cool. I'm like, okay, ship it out cool. to Amazon. He ships it to a warehouse in Amazon. Amazon gets, let's say 5,000 units of my product. 
moves it around the country in right. all of their fulfillment centers. And now you're in right, Wisconsin, right. you buy the product and they send it out of that Wisconsin or the closest uh, warehouse. So that's fulfilled by Amazon. And that's how they get the next day. Exactly. And that's how they get the next day fulfillment and stuff like that. Exactly, exactly. And then there's all obviously fulfilled by merchant where you're you're on the Amazon website, you, you know, someone clicks on you and buys. Uh, you don't have that prime right. badge because you know you're you're a third you're right. shipping from your warehouse um and then you get the order and then you have to like pack it in your own box and ship it now definitely not recommended to do that everyone loves prime everyone wants that next day or two day shipping <laughs> they do so they yeah do. there's yeah. there's also like some more nuances where pretty much amazon <laughs> will not show you that much if you're if you're not like, um, you know, not prime. prime. Yeah. They, Cause they know it's going to be a bad customer experience. I wouldn't buy it. it totally. So I just, I'm going to EDC. <laughs> so I bought like a bunch of outfits and if they arrived like in five days, I'm like, I'm not buying this. I want it in one day or two days. So, so it's like, <laughs> Seriously. They, they know, Seriously. like they know people don't want to buy stuff that's going to arrive in four days or five days. We've seriously become so spoiled. It's like, it's insane. But uh, this is really cool. That that explanation is so much better than I've tried to explain to people because my kids are just like, yeah, whatever, dad, I'm just going to get it from Amazon. I'm like, did you know you're actually not getting it from Amazon? And they're like, what? So that was, a, I'm going to have to save this and replay this over and over again for my kids because I still think they don't quite get it. But for those listening, this is honestly a huge, huge, huge opportunity. It's not, it's not something that was huge a couple of years ago and now it's totally dead. This is an industry that is growing and growing and growing and Amazon is an amazing vehicle to provide small business opportunities for people that want to just niche down into a product and like electrolytes and go, right? Yeah, and and you know to to like actually uh double down on that. I started with $500 on a credit card and and grew my business <laughs> to over a million dollars a year in revenue. You know, like I'm wow. a guy, literally nine to five, uh, you know, as an engineer, I, I made my own electrolytes. I found a manufacturer, uh, you know, convinced him to make me a, a run of a hundred units at $5 each, you know, shipped it out oh to gosh. Amazon, started running <laughs> some ads on my credit card, uh, you know, sold them, took that money, bought more inventory, repeated the process a hundred <laughs> times. And like, yeah. this is the power of Amazon. Nowhere else can you do this. Like literally no. nowhere else no. can you do this. Not to mention, not to mention, it is so much easier to sell on Amazon because you've got all the payment processing, the merchant processing. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. And trust me, having been involved in hundreds of millions of dollars of health supplement sales off of Amazon, that is a huge blessing. Like that is a huge benefit of selling on Amazon. So yeah. don't do the you stupid route that I was involved in. Go smarter. Yeah, you could literally be at home on your computer, like you and your laptop. You can contact the manufacturer. You can have them make the product. You can have them ship directly right. to Amazon. And then customers buy your product on Amazon. Amazon fulfills it. You, you don't even need a warehouse. You don't need anything. You literally can do this from the comfort of your home, a laptop. So, I mean, I, 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 I know people love to like knock on Amazon and Jeff Bezos and like, you know, sometimes. Right. So. Sometimes I reach out to people on Instagram and I'm like, hey, we're looking for some people to try out our product. Like we're trying to get some feedback yeah. to see how we can be better than everyone else. And they're like, right, no, right, thank right. you. I don't buy from Scamazon. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is my stuff on their store. And because Seriously. of them, I'm, I'm able to like live my life. 
if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have a, a business. I wouldn't be able to live. I mean, I would have just a, like a nine to five no job. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Well, I, I, I appreciate the explanation then, because honestly, this is so important for people to know how that whole world works, because Jeff Bezos is goofy sometimes, but you're not buying from Jeff Bezos. You're buying from people like you and people that you're trying to help. So, so now <clears throat> over the past few years, how many people have you been able to help build their own Amazon stores and what do you do for them? Yeah. So, so, you know, since I started on Amazon 20 in 2018, um, you know, I, I built my own brand, grew it. People started coming to me for help. I've consulted, I, I want to say like maybe 500 brands total. We actively wow. run 140 brands, something like that. Uh, we actively awesome. do all the marketing for them. Uh, that's yeah. Over like 300 million, uh, or so in revenue a year. Um, you know, wow. I, I mean, it's, it's, so it used to be a lot easier and then Amazon started becoming more and more of an opportunity. Uh, more and more people right. started coming in. Uh, you know, you have big, big companies like Unilever and, and, uh, you know, Procter and Gamble and, and companies like that yeah. with massive budgets with a uh, very strong teams. So it used to be easier right. to kind of do things on Amazon. It's gotten a lot more sophisticated. So now it's like, you, you know, you kind of need a team. It's almost like, you know, Facebook or Google or any, anything else in the world where, you know, it becomes more and more sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly changing the algorithm changes and ad spends are going to change all the time. It's crazy, isn't it? Exactly. And so, you know, you need kind of like a, you either need to build your own in-house team, mm -hmm. which is totally yeah. doable, right? You just need really good systems, right. processes, sharp people, or, you know, right. you end up hiring an agency and most brands, like there's kind of, it's, it's this journey that they go through where they start out, they're scrappy. They try and figure everything out themselves. Totally. They maybe bring on a generalist uh, and you know, who does everything. Then they get to a point totally. where they're like, okay, we're trying to take it to the next level. They hire an agency because hiring like a full on team is, is not uh, cost effective. Not agency feasible. grows them, yeah. you know, maybe they're doing 10, 15, 20 million a year. Then they're like, okay you know, we're going to consider bringing this in house, hire like three totally. full-time people just to manage like the Amazon side of things. And so that's usually kind of like the, the path most brands take. That's actually a really <clears throat> awesome explanation of the growth journey for most people on Amazon. And I think if you're trying to shortcut that, you're going to run into problems probably. And, and it is hard to kind of bail yourself out sometimes when you've overwhelmed your system with overhead, right? I mean, how do you, as an agency partner with these guys, ensure that they are going to be profitable? Because I, I think that's their biggest concern is, oh, man, if I use a, a third-party team, I'm going to have problems. Like, I'm not yeah. going to make as much profit. How do you help them and kind of ease that pain for them? I, I love it. I love I love that question. So uh, the, the best <laughs> thing is I came fr from their, like, point of view. I was that person. And right. so the, the first thing is, you know, uh, like – the. I wanted to build a team for myself that was a comprehensive team. Uh, you realize right. very quickly that generalists don't work. Like it's, they work no. to a certain degree, but if you know, you're, you don't want to go to a hospital and get brain surgery by a generalist. <laughs> you want a brain surgeon. And so by an obstetrician. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I uh, assembled that team and I'm like, okay, cool. We need someone who's really good at the ad side of things. We need someone who's really good right. at the brand management side of things. We need an analyst for the data and so on. Once I assembled that team, I was like, okay, it's obviously not cost effective to have that team full time on one brand right. up to a certain revenue amount. But if you right. rented th that team out to like six brands, it would make sense for them financially. Mm -hmm. So that totally. was kind of the first thing. Now, 
brands will come to us and and they'll say, okay, you know, we're doing, let's say 60,000, 70, 80,000 a month in revenue. Um, we want right. to hire you. Um, you know, that will probably run them, you know, in the range of $3,000 a month. And then they're like, oh, right. you know, $3,000 a month. How fast can we, can we recoup that? And I'm like, the first thing is if we start running your, 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 uh, your ads and your account and stuff like that, right. You know, let's say, let's say, moderately, you're going to grow five to 10% month over month, right? Which is anywhere right. between 60 to 120% growth a year. Very good, very right. healthy. But the second right. cost that most of them are not considering is that that $3,000, how many hours uh, of your time are you saving and of your team's time? And if <laughs> right. that's saving right. you, you know, five to 10 hours a week, which is what, let's say, you know, 20 to 40 hours a week between you and your team, and you take that 20 or 40 hours a week and put it into something else, not, not just say, right. you know, I'm paying you, so I'm not going to do anything. You're like, I'm paying you, so I'm going to go and put my energy into something else. Usually the right. combination of both of those should make you a lot more than our retainer. So that's kind of the way that 100%. you should be looking at it. Running a business, honestly, can leave a lot of founders and operators feeling lonely and isolated. If you have ever felt that way, trust me, I know what it feels like. And there is something you can do about it. You've heard a lot of our guests talk about the fact that being lonely and isolated is one of their biggest challenges in trying to run and scale their business. CaptainsCouncil.com. Go to CaptainsCouncil.com right now and see what we're doing to resolve this problem. We want you to be a strong operator who has solutions and has a way to get around the challenges you're currently facing. What most founders don't understand is that you're not alone the challenges that you're facing, likely somebody else has already overcome and they can give you the feedback you need to overcome them. Who better than your peers, other founders, other operators who are joining with you in a small group setting, a global community setting, as well as that are in-person events to guide you through these challenges that you're facing right now. Don't give up, keep on pushing, but do it with some good advice from your peers. Go check it out at captainscouncil.com and let me know what you think about the offering. We can't wait to see you there. 100%. And, and honestly, for those of you who are listening, whether you're doing Amazon sales or any, any other type of growth and scaling your business, you've got to consider the practices that he just described because honestly, this is so cross-transferable into almost any industry. You don't always need to bring in your power team of specialists right as you start to get going. There are agencies with all these players like he just described that he has that are in every industry. I mean, you, you may have a marketing agency that specializes in something completely random. That's exactly what you need hitting the audience that you exactly want to hit. So don't be afraid to use someone like Mina and growing and scaling your business who is specialized and already engineered a team perfect for your target market. Yeah. And the, and the beauty, honestly, of using agencies too, is, you know, whether you use mine or someone else, or, or you, you know, you go through two or three right. or four people, you get to learn a lot from every single one. So maybe you, you know, you work you with do. me and you see how my team communicates and you see the analytics that we look at. And then you're like, okay, you know, I want to try someone else. And you see, maybe they use a different tech stack and you pick something up here right. you pick something. Everyone's business is very unique to them and need, and needs right. their own things. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's the same, like, I use the partial controller for a while. Uh, and then after that, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for something else. 
use the different, uh, you know, partial CFO and then use the different uh, kind of like help right. financially. And so by going to these different people, they all did an amazing job. They all really helped me, but I got a different thing from each one of them. And and now I right. have a much, much better grasp at like, uh, you know, what our financials and our dashboards and things totally. like that need to look like, as opposed to if I was just kind of trying to figure it out on my own. This is so, this is so valuable. I mean, honestly, it is so valuable to hear you say this because too many people do try to just become the master of everything. And they, they go, they're like, oh my gosh, I got tax season coming up. I'm going to go hit YouTube for two weeks and figure out everything I need to know about doing my taxes and saving money. When all they needed to do was find the right CFO partner or the right fractional team, they can jump in and do it. So, so what do you, what is your pitch to people who think, ah, oh, it's just Amazon. Like, I don't need, I don't need someone like you. How do you sell them on the fact that they do need you and that you're going to cut their growth curve in half uh, by coming to work with you? Yeah, I mean, you know, the first thing is I ask them, do you really think that you, you know, uh, with your limited experience is going to outperform uh, like a full division that has experience right. that run over $300, uh, $300 million a year in, in revenue and has all of these different <laughs> data points of like, we tested this on this brand and we tried that on that brand. Right. We have economies of scale. And so, I mean, that's the first thing. And the second thing is, I just asked them this, like beyond anything else, I asked them, I said, you as the CEO of your company, is this yeah. the absolute best investment of your time? Are you telling right, me that right, running right. your Amazon is the best investment of your time? This is the number one thing that's going to grow your business. It can't be because is it no. Amazon or is it Facebook ads or is it your Shopify store or is it trying to expand totally. to retail or is it your product research and development? What are you going to do? Totally. Are you going to have 20 different jobs in your company? So it's like, you know, you just ask them like your time is an investment. And so where yep. can you invest one hour of your time and get the highest return on investment? That's where, I mean, me as the CEO, I can, I can be doing the sales of, for my team. I can be <laughs> building the dashboards for my team. I can be setting up right. like the project management system for my team. And I'm like, where do I spend one hour of my time and get the highest right. return on investment? Because yeah, sure. I can do everything, but it doesn't mean that I should be doing everything. <laughs> Dude, I, I just heard this morning, literally this morning, I was watching an Elon Musk uh, short on, on YouTube and he was saying, every minute that I spend thinking about Tesla is worth about a million dollars. Every minute. Wow. <laughs> and wow. so that's where you got to put yourself, as, as, a, as an operator of a business, you have to think, where's my time most valuable? And, and I run into this problem all the time because I love to get my hands dirty and all sorts of things. But like my business team, my management team inside my business, they tell me all the time, they're like, Todd, you shouldn't be worrying about how the CRM is going to function. You shouldn't be worrying about how this landing page is going to you know, respond to these visitors. You know, it's like, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I shouldn't be worrying about that. But we do. We have a tendency to want to be that hands-on everywhere person. But Mina, tell us like, you're helping hundreds of businesses do this right now. What do you, how do you help guide these leaders and these small businesses to kind of pull themselves back so that they can become a mid-sized company or a large company? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a, a very good question. Now, I think it all starts with like, what does that person want to see? You know, so what do you want to see so that you can trust that, okay, I don't need to be involved anymore. And I, right. and I think like the biggest, the biggest 
a downfall of any agency. And the reason that so many agencies and, and agencies in general might get a bad rap is right. because com it's communication. And right. that's like what I try and fix. The first thing that I try and fix is I say, hey, guys, let me show you what our standard communication is like. You're going to get a daily update. Right. You're going to get a, a, an update every time an action is taken. You're going to get a plan of right. action every week. You're going to get week on week, uh, you know, changes like updates in your performance. You're going to get a monthly month over month update in your performance. What else do you want or what do you want us to remove? And then we, I get to this point where, you know, each like team understands their brands, like how they want to be communicated right. with. So that they can be completely removed from the business. Because, I mean, you only want to be involved because of a reason. There is some underlying reason that you want to be involved, right? And right. the right. underlying reason is you don't trust that what's supposed to happen is being done or you don't right. understand the data or something. So I'm like, okay, cool. If we explain to you everything this way, if we show you everything that way, if we communicate to you, you know, before you even right. have a chance to ask. Does that eliminate everything? And usually the answer is yes. I'm like, okay, cool. Now that we have that, this is now going to be the cadence of communication. And so really the, the, the business owner wanting to be involved is usually like right. a lack of trust in communication. So you fix the communication because right. trust right. needs to be earned. So you fix the communication. Right. Once you fix that and, and they feel like they're getting everything before, you know, they feel like if any issue ever happens, you're the first one that identifies it, responds to it builds a plan of action. They're like, okay, cool. You know, now I, I'm earning that right. trust and slowly, I don't feel like I, I need to be part of this. You know, I, I like, it's I like if it. you, if you're doing a house remodeling and you're like, okay, you know how bad house remodelings go, right? <laughs> you know, it's like right, always a disaster. Right, right. You bring this, this contractor project manager in, and then you notice over time, be, before you're awake, he's already texted you the plan. He sends you pictures before you ask him to. He tells you how much things are going to cost before paying for anything. And then you're like, that doesn't you know happen. I, I, yeah, it, it's a dream. It's a dream. That <laughs> Maybe that's happen. my next business. <laughs> and then you woke up and you discovered that everyone was late and they're two weeks, two weeks before delivery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's, that's how it works. And, and, you know, I'm a business owner. I like if, if right. I'm ever hiring someone, yeah, I right. want to be involved. I want to see everything. You want that. Yeah. And the second that you like flip the script and you're like, before you even can think of a question, it's already answered. You don't have to go looking right. for information. I, dude, keep, please keep killing it. You know, you're doing a great job. Like that's, I, I love that's this a because great... now my mental load is so much less. Right. I, I think that that's great advice for any any industry out there, even professional services, SaaS companies, doesn't matter when you're providing an awesome customer experience for your buyers. It just it just it makes them feel more empowered in their business, and especially with a business like what you're doing in guiding them through this journey on this on this particular channel of sales. It probably makes them look at all their other distribution channels and say, crap, I need, I need to have these systems that Mina just brought me in these other channels that I'm working in because I don't know the numbers like I know them in Amazon. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think that that's a really, really powerful statement for any service provider out there. If you become that best point of contact, that best channel provider for your clients, I promise it's going to turn into not only continued business with them, but potentially they may ask you to jump into different parts of their business that you never thought you'd be in. So I yeah. don't know. We, Any we know, thoughts on that? 
Yeah, I've literally gotten that so many times uh, from brands where they're like, dude, like after working with you, like, you know, I can't even work with anyone else. Uh, like, in, uh, let's say like for, for Google, Facebook, email, for they're Google, like, yeah. they're like, your team communicates so much with us. Their email team maybe may updated us uh, twice a week, usually once a week. And we're so late right. to respond to questions. And I'm like, Right. I mean, I know I get it. I, I, I'm like you. If, if someone on We've my team there. doesn't respond to me immediately, I'm impatient. I'm like, yeah. I want my answer right now. <laughs> so it's like, you know, that's <laughs> I come from that place. And, and it's you, it's always a feedback loop. And, and um, yeah. I think yeah. that's also, uh, you know, very big for everyone to understand. Everything should be kind of a feedback loop. A lot of people are like, what should I sell? You know, for example, or, you know, totally. how should I do this or how should I? And it's like, okay, who, who are you targeting? Just ask them, yeah. you know, like yeah. every week I ask my clients, I'm like, how can I be better? Tell me one thing. That's it. And they're right. like, well, you know, right. honestly, it would be nice to see like uh, your plan. I'm like, okay, cool. Here's the plan next week. How can I be better? Oh, well, you know, maybe if you uh, awesome. gave us some ideas here and it just, just keeps getting, because then awesome. everything that you want, I'm giving it to you. Right. So, so, you know, I hate to wrap this up because this has like been an amazing conversation. So on so many levels, you're, you've provided some great feedback for so many different different company types out there. But you know, as, as a founder of a company, you've probably come to know it's kind of a lonely job. What do you do to kind of keep yourself grounded? Do you, are you part of any groups? Is there someone in your circle that you kind of lean on mentor-wise? And, and how do you find strength in that person? I'd love to hear a shout out on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, first shout out, I'm definitely going to shout out the first person that I hired. So before I want to you know, preface this with something, right? And this is yeah, something yeah, yeah. crucial you said, you, you said, you know, you, you try and master everything. My biggest right. issue, my biggest issue is traditionally I am very intelligent. So I graduated top. So in high school, I did five APs. I got five fives. I got like 1560 or something on the SATs. I did the SAT twos. College, nice. I was, uh, you know, number one in my chemical engineering class uh, by a lot, like, awesome. you know, honors. Uh, they gave me like some special award, uh, master's. I graduated with a 4.0 GPA. So I, I've awesome. had this ability of being able to figure things out as an engineer. Uh, the the yeah. problem was that was my biggest downfall because I got into entrepreneurship <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I can figure product development. I can figure building out yeah. a landing page. I can figure Facebook. I can figure Google. I can figure, I can figure. And then I kept you know, this thing. And then I would look at someone else who is not a fraction of the, awesome. the in intelligence as I am. And I, you know, he would be way ahead of me. And I'm like, how was this guy ahead of me? And then I realized it's because he already knew that he's not going to figure this out. He just found the best person who's already figured this totally. out and shortcutted that time, like from a, a, a totally. month learning to three hour consultation call. And I'm like, I love it. That, that's what's been missing in my, my whole life. And so when I, when I realized this, when I first started my agency, I'm like, I, you know, I can't be that person. I need to be better. And so I, you know, right. I reached out to, um, you know, a few friends and I'm like, I'm looking for someone who can guide me, you know, as an agency right. owner in the operations of the business. And, and this is my shout out. It's Ray from Right Hook Digital. Uh, right Hook Digital, nice. they're, they're an eight, eight figure marketing agency, Facebook, Google, email, you know, uh, typical stuff. And Love it. 
you know, he came in and literally, you know, we went from for everything, fighting everything to everything being so smooth. I'm like, hey, Ray, I have a problem. You know, this is the problem. He's like, oh, we've been here before. Um, you know, this is what I think it is. This is what you should do. Why don't you try it. this? I try it. Boom. It's fixed. We move on to the next thing. And and sometimes I'm like, it. Ray, I feel like my entire business is a problem. Here's all the issues with every <laughs> single division that I have. And then he's like, okay, right. cool. I listed all of these issues. I then uh, have like this grading criteria. You know, how <laughs> how much do you think this is going to impact revenue? How certain are you? How easy is it? Yeah. And then you put a grade and it multiplies it to like an actual number. And he's like, perfect. We've prioritized. How are you going to handle these things? And I'm like, wow. It, and Crazy. it's just like moving. And so, so because of that, I'm like, if, imagine if the, how much he's helped my operations. I need this for everything. So... We got a sales uh, consultant. We got a finance consultant. We got a marketing right. consultant. And and in every part of my business, now I have this person who is, you know, at I least, you know, three, four times the size that we are, who's been there, done right. that, seen so much of it. And, you know, right. we just hop on a call. It, we pay for their time. And I'm like, here's my yeah. situation. Here's all of my issues. Please fix them for me. And then they give us ideas right. and we go implement. And and I'm not like an overthinker. I mean, you just tell me, right. Mina, I've been there. You have a lot of kids. I don't have any kids. Uh, you're going to be like, Mina, this is how we fix uh, our son's sleep schedule. I'm like, boom, right. implement it. You know, and, and right. like, that's it. I'm not going to think, I'm not going to, you know, go to 15 different people and ask them and so overthink smart. everything. It's just move. Because at the end of the day, the second that I take yeah. action, I know the answer. It's either... It worked or didn't work. If it didn't work, let's move right. on to the next thing. If it worked, there we go. And it's it's way faster than thinking about it for three months. Way faster, way more effective. And and you've got advice from people that you can trust because they've led you down a good path before, right? And so this is a this is an amazing lesson for everybody to learn. You cannot grow and scale when your fingers are on everything. You've got to turn to people who are specialists who know their industry, know the parts and pieces that you need, and then just let them run with it. I love this. I love, I love, love, love this interview. Mina, how do people get a hold of you? Are, are, we're going to put all your contact info in the show notes, but are there special places to go to follow you? Are you hang out on any social media? Yeah, yeah. Instagram at the Mina Elias and then LinkedIn, uh, Mina Elias, M-I-N-A space E-L-I-A-S. Um, if, if you're a brand awesome. and you, you want to hit us up, go to the website. It's triviumco.com, T-R-I-V-I-U-M-C-O.com. We offer free audits so we can take a look right at your on. account. Get, it's 45 minutes of literally free, actionable, tactical steps. We have so many resources. I'm happy to help, right? Whether you're a client or not. Like, Love it. The, the, when I first started uh, Amazon, I reached out to this yeah. agency. And they said, listen, you're too small for us, but here's like a bunch of resources. And literally <laughs> it gave me the, like the most like warm feeling ever of like someone caring. And so I said, I'm, I'm going to, you know, do this. It's Tenuity is the company, the, the agency that did that. So I said, I'm going to do it. this for everyone else. And so, like when I, when I started this, I'm like, I, I want to give that feeling to everyone else. So we have so much like, you know, it's stuff that we already made. It doesn't cost me any money to give That's this information so cool. and resources. So it's like, let, let's help everyone. And, and, you know, if we are a good I fit, we'll work together. Yeah. Abundance mindset. People like you are, are hard to come by. I love that you are one. And I love that you're so giving and sharing those listening. You got to be like this. And I promise you much will come in return because of it. So 
Thank you so much for being here with us today. We appreciate all of you listening and we hope to see you on the next episode. Thanks, Mina. Thanks for having me, Todd. Thanks for sticking through this interview. Honestly, I thought it was amazing. I, I loved the intellect. I loved the, the, the way that he approaches business and the way that he describes how we need to lean more on specialists and when we're trying to grow and scale our business. What a great discussion. What a fantastic discussion. If you are in a growth and scaling phase, you have got to be able to reach out to people like Mina and learn that there are people out there that know exactly what to do in the areas you don't know what to do. That doesn't mean you need to jump on YouTube and start learning and learning and learning how to be the best marketer, how to be the best uh, PPC guy. Find someone that is and hire them. Save yourself the money of trying to figure things out on your own and just use a specialist who's proven. Also, be thinking about who you can lean on. Do you have a mentor group? Is there a peer group that you can be a part of? Are there people that you can network with that are going to help you shortcut your time from where you're at now to getting to where you want to be with your business? I hope that this interview helps. I Please like, share, subscribe. Do whatever you can do to help us grow this channel because we believe in the message. And that is that growing and scaling requires much more than what you can do on your own. It requires good people in your organization, good people around you, and good people who are there to mentor you when you get stuck. So thanks for being part of our community. We look forward to catching you on the next episode of the Growth and Scaling Podcast. We'll catch you on the next episode.